Hi. Oh, hi. Hi. Hey. Hey, you. Hello. What's up, girl? <laughs> How you doing? Me. Think I got a bit of IBS. <laughs> Good show today, peeps. You know how we were talking about Barbie? And yeah. you hear all the stats in the Barbie. Mm. Yep. And you know how you're talking, like, I was saying that it started with paper dolls. Yes. So I've actually been selling some paper dolls on eBay. Mm. Um, some originals. Yeah, right. My should you show me they look like paper dolls? Oh, so it would be like on a page you would cut out Literally the... Literally paper, yes. You would and then cut you, out the and dresses? And then you'd dress them out in the little tabs and you'd put them in there. The ones so that, they the wouldn't next, actually be dolls that you would dress. It would just be literally paper dolls. The next step up from that that I remember playing with when I was a kid was felt. Yes. Yes, yeah. I do remember felt. You get felt, the green yeah. square felt and you place it all. That, yeah. yeah, it was fun. So I put them up on eBay trying to sell it, but, you know. Oh, my sisters always had Barbies. I don't really remember much. I didn't remember playing yeah. with my sister's Barbie dream house. It had an elevator and stuff. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. My G.I. Joes would rate it like a SWAT team. Yeah. Yeah, it was good times. No, I just played flat out Barbies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Polly Pockets were a big thing. My little sister had heaps of Polly Pockets. Mm. Yes. Are a big deal, which really, if you look at them, it was quite the choking hazard. Yeah. But um, it's funny when you look back, and I knew it at the time, mm. I guess, but all those cartoons that we loved were purely toy commercials. Oh, yeah. Like, That's well, what they well were. E- even you would, yeah, you like in between the cartoons, like when you watch cartoons in the afternoon and everything, mm. the old Samurai Pizza Cats, yeah. it would be six minutes. But like, but like the Transformers, they they made the toys and then they went to someone and went, oh, come yeah. up with a story for a yeah. eight, eight o'clock cartoon and da da da. And then, them, oh yeah. look, we've just made another one. Here's a new character on the on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. He Man was another big one for that. Yeah, mm. loved it. My mum's still got all my Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Really? You should look into it. Look into it. If man. not, I'll buy them off you because my son is obsessed mm. with Power Rangers. Yeah, he loves Power Rangers. He's got all the Power Rangers outfits. Go, go Power so he loves Rangers. Power Rangers. But God, there's so many on Netflix. Yeah. There's so many different types. Mm. Well, we've, they went into actually, ninja ones. There was like space ones. Yeah, we've was... started getting into um, the Transformers. Yeah. To the Transformers, we want to watch mm-hmm. all the movies. Because mm-hmm. um, that's one that Megan Fox stopped doing, didn't she? Well, she called the director a Nazi. That kind of nicked that one. But then she was in the first two that I saw. Mm. And then it was after that, is it? Mm. She's not going to be in it. Yeah. Because there was the Aussie girl in number two. Yeah, number two uh, was Rachel. Was it Rachel? McAdams? No, no, she's British. Uh, sure. Teresa Palmer was in the first one. Teresa Palmer? Mm. No. Mm, she was the blonde girl that worked at the CIA. I think. That wasn't her. Oh, okay. Mm. But they got bad real quick. Yeah, and the second one. It was um, the writer's strike that sent him, wasn't it? I, was that, I think that was yeah. part of it. Mm. No. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, is also, Tom calling us? Yes, Tom is calling us. Okay, also in the podcast. You'll you hear about Pick this. it up. Answer it. What are you Answer it. I'm not going to answer it. So in the podcast, you're going to hear um, one of our uh, co-workers uh, got rear-ended by the love of her life, possibly. <laughs> uh, she had the love of life up her rear this morning. <laughs> yes. um, all explained in the podcast. Keep listening. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I uh, had a bit of a bad run of late with uh, my car keys. Uh, I can't. I wake up in the morning and, you know, I should. I've, I've learnt now. That last one, because yesterday I couldn't find them, so I had to catch an Uber in. So I've learnt my lesson. I'm going to find them the night before, every night. Um, Can't you just put them in the same place? Well, that's the issue, right? So, yes, normally I do. Keep them in Don't the ignition. Don't take time with me. You're the one that's lost them twice. No, what, it wasn't me either time. Oh, okay. Because um, Pol- Kat said... Poltergeist? Um, Is that what they are? Poltergeist? Yeah, maybe. Um, no, don't say that. We want to sell the house soon. Uh, yeah, pol- Poltergeist is a ghost that moves things. Moves so they've things. Got, like, They're this, cheeky. This, they've got this, um, yeah, they've mm. got something bitter towards you, so they'll move mm. things around the house. It's called what an asshole. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, you yeah. when you're dead. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's what we call you behind her back, yeah. You can call it to me to my face. Yeah, it's that, it's not as much fun, though. I don't know. You are what you eat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I was, heard I was, the poltergeist. No, I've heard the name. But you didn't word, know what it was. I didn't know what it was. Mischievous yeah. ghost that likes to right. mess with you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's not me. But because um, I, I was talking to Kat saying, oh, my car's there because I couldn't find my bloody keys this morning, blah, blah, blah. And she said to Rory, oh, dad can't find his keys. And she went, oh, I know where they are. And went straight out uh, to the back deck and said they were just here on the back deck table. Yeah. And I can guarantee you they were not. So she had them 
and then went and got them from wherever she had them, and then went, oh, here they are on the back table. No, she didn't. Don't, maybe you just, maybe your eyesight, maybe you do have to get your eyes checked. I don't think she would do that deliberately. Do you think she would? Yeah, 100%. Well, so she what? already did it twice. She already did it last time. She, they were in her room. So why is she, was she I taking the car know. for a spin at night? Probably. Like, probably. But anyway, so it's meant I've had to ground catch her. Ubers. No, I didn't even mention it. So what'd you do? You just go, oh, that's funny, Rory. See this I, didn't even, I didn't even mention it. She, she, she's denying that they, have, they, they were on the back table is the story I'm getting. So what are you going to do with that information? I was like, fine, whatever. What ebbs, man. Um, but it means I've been catching Ubers. And Ubers is a bit of a, it's a lucky dip, don't you think? Of mm. what you get, of, of who you get. You've had to do it um, quite regularly because of your shoulder surgery. Yeah, I couldn't drive um, for, for seven weeks. Mm. And each morning it was like, I did have someone trying to uh, like convert me to their religion. Uh-huh. That was lovely. What religion was it? Uh, well, I was kind of like, well, I was there first. I mm. was kind of sort of saying to him because he was born again and mm. I went to a, a Catholic school. But good for him. I mean, that's right. not really what religion's about. It should be welcoming. But I did sort of go, hey, mate. I found it before you. So. First. First. Uh, First. Yeah, right. <laughs> Should be me telling you. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the one on the way in Is yesterday that why morning. You've got the rosary beads now every morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's to water. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. <laughs> keep, keep the poltergeist away. Yeah. Uh, and the one on the way in knew you and yeah. spoke very highly of you. And then the one on the way home, I got in and he was like, ah. Oh, Stab. I'm like, yeah, 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 cool. He's like, oh, well, well. He goes, <laughs> he goes oh, well, since, uh, since you're in a cab, well, since you're, since you're in the Uber, we, gotta, we have to listen to your station, don't we? And I was like, we really don't. It's fine. We no, don't have I to. disagree. No, I yes. disagree. You should. <laughs> was, uh, As uh, my kids always say, you shouldn't move the radio station. You should be proud. Mm. And you know what? If Lutzi or if Robin Bailey get in here, mm. yes, you should still listen to B105, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Just make that clear. So we're driving up the road towards my house. He goes, oh, well, we've got to put on your station, don't we? And I was like, cool, sure, man. Uh, and he proceeded to put on Kiss. And I didn't correct him because oh, I was he like... Thinks you're, he thinks you're Kip. No, because he called me Stav, right? So, and then... <laughs> Kip lives in Morningside. But it, this is where it got... Other direction. This is where it got a bit... Specifically, what is the address, just out of curiosity? I can actually <laughs> tell you, it's a lovely street. Laurel lives on the same street as well. They're neighbours. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, it's beautiful. Yeah. I know yeah. where everyone lives. <laughs> and I started to get... It was a little bit hinky. Already, it was a little bit hinky. I was like, okay, that's fine. I'm not even going to... I won't correct him, because that's there's no reason to, and it's fine. It's yes, fine, there it's is fine. to promote the radio station. <laughs> okay. We'll wait for it. But. It's like if someone goes, oh, this is delicious Pepsi, but mm. it's a can of Coke. Mm. The Coke rep should say, I'm no, sorry. that is yeah. Coke. I'm going to have to My stop Coke. you there. Yeah. And no one, yeah. yeah. So Taylor Swift is on the radio and he goes, oh, I love this Georgie girl. And I'm like, okay, all right. And, <laughs> and Georgie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is where it gets. And I, there was no point. This is why I'm saying. There was no point correcting right. this man, okay. right? The man was off his chops. I don't know. But then the next thing that happened was they played a promo from their breakfast show that morning. And he goes, oh, got to listen to your own voice. Turn it up. Turn you up. Turn you up. And it's like, no mention of my name. It's a little funny thing that they did, blah, blah, blah. And then and it was obviously them. And then at the end it goes, with Robin. Was it funny or you just have to say that? No, it wasn't funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and i okay, I don't know who, I, at this stage, I don't know who he thinks I am, to no, be he's, fair. He's messing with you, isn't he? No, I don't think so, because then a Rihanna song came on and he said, God, I love N- Nelly Furtado. And I'm like, okay, I'm out. I'm done. I can't. I don't know what's wrong, but this is not, yeah. Maybe he's trying to be, like, be Maybe having jokes. Yeah, no, he was, he was serious. He was What'd you rate him? Bet you rated him five. Regardless well, of anything, I always rate them five. I haven't done that yet. I'll rate him badly, because then he'll no, hate Kip. No, don't rate him badly. He'll hate Kip. <laughs> yeah, no, I just think it comes back to bite you. Mm. Yeah. So you didn't ask, you didn't correct any of that? No. What are you going to do? Go, uh, do you, by the way, sir, uh, just in this five-minute ride that we've got, you realise that's not Nelly Furtado. That oh, is we the, get it. Um... You live so close to the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah I just, yeah, I always don't because you're in the back of their car. Yeah, you're in the like, back of their car. Like, it's quite an intimate thing, isn't it, really, when you think Plus about they it. Plus, they know you're where you live. in someone else's car. Mm. You're not going to start an yeah. argument. Mm. Well, it's not an argument. I, I, I would cor- correct them. Yeah. You would go, I'm sorry to tell you, I'm not actually from that radio station. Why don't station you reach out to him and say, hey, just a few things. <laughs> so we started off with Taylor Swift. Yeah. And then my name's yeah. Stav. I'm B105. Been there for how many years now? 18. 18 yeah. years. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, really, if anything, our marketing department really needs to <laughs> have a look at themselves <laughs> if they, after 18 years, haven't nailed that down. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt on B105.
There's a report that's coming out and uh, they're really concerned about it. There's a professor, Jane Fisher, who's the director of Global and Women's Health at Monash University. Mm. And she's like, whoa, 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 we've done a lot of studies and we're so concerned that women are being pushed out of hospital after they push out push a baby. Out a baby. <laughs> she's saying too soon. Mm. And 13, 10, 60, I'd love to know how early you left after a baby. Maybe you were like, they were like, okay, cool. This was uncomplicated. Everything's going well. Off you pop. Leave the hospital. Because some people are leaving before their milk comes in. And I just find that really traumatising, to be Mm. honest. Well, I I always thought the standard would be like at at least a one-night stay over. So to keep an eye on the baby and everything. Yeah, they're saying that a lot of them are leaving even less than one day. Mm. Like in the same day. If it's a... Even uh, even overnight, I think, is too early. So I know that um, my mum was saying, because I had C-sections, and she was saying that they used to stay for 10 days. Mm. And I think the standard now is maybe three or four. Three or four. I I say I think, because the doctor came in to me and was like... I don't want to leave. <laughs> and he was like, what? Like, it's I don't been wanna... six months, Abby. I'm <laughs> sorry, go, we need the bed. <laughs> this was my third. And he goes, is your, if you got colds at home? I was like, no, I just don't feel like I'm still coping. Mm. He's like, so you got kids at home with colds? And I wasn't getting oh, what he code, was saying. And I said, yes, I do. Mm. So he said that I'm not ready. I mean, looking at me mentally, I think he thought I'm still not ready. Three kids and still, why did you go again? Because you're not coping. Mm. But like, you could, you know, uh, C-section's quite, you know, hard, I guess. It's a full-on surgery. But yeah. so are other These are... births. So are, like, all births are more difficult to deal with. And I think sometimes if you're like that capable person where you're like, look, this is my fourth or fifth. I know what I'm doing. Mm. I want to go home. Mm. And a couple of my friends did. They left four hours. Wow. I was like, are you still like stuck? And she was like, yeah, mm. four hours. Four hours? Mm. The bloody yep. doctor hadn't even finished their shift yet. <laughs> she was on her way home. I, I think it is. It That's is a impo- good point. It's important to, to point out though, that the ones that are being released uh, tw- um, under 24 hours are uncomplicated vaginal births. So yeah, that's what it's, yeah. yeah. So not like anything that's happened where they would need to stay. They're not pushing them out. No, but all, still, but... you're still bleeding. Oh, staff. I know, I know, I know. Think, I'm the I same. Think, they're not throwing is... out women who have just had a cesarean. Is what I just, I think we mean, need to make that point. But still, that's four days. I reckon that's still mm. early for you that. That's still too long. Yeah, sure? no, no, no. But I still think, is there such a thing as an uncomplicated vaginal birth? Like you still got a little baby and your milk hasn't come in. Mm. There could be breastfeeding issues that you might want to speak with. And can I just say, mm. I went and saw a lactation nurse still with my third. Because mm. I'm still like, I'm sorry, I still yeah. don't know. Because every baby's different. See, for me, I would just be like, what do you want to do, babe? What you, you call, What do you want to do? You tell me and I'll tell them. What did you say? <laughs> what do you want? I, I do. If you want to go home... That's amazing. And I think you should get midwives that come and visit you and they do have that in the system. If Mm -hmm. that's what you want and you should have someone on call, Mm. go for it. But if you aren't wanting to leave and you feel like you've been rushed out after a day... That's not good. No. Is it a lack of beds? Is that what they're saying? Is it that kind of thing? I don't know. Maybe they're... if you're a nurse and you can... Yeah, like shed some throw, light on yeah, it. Yeah, throw some more light on it. Mm. And the midwives, you're like, yeah, we're actually really encouraged to, to get them on their way because we're over overstretched. Mm. I'd love to hear from you. Stupid question. Yeah. No Th- stupid questions? Those Very... who have home births, mm-hmm. that's just it. They have the baby at home. They never go to the... They don't go to the hospital that day. It's a great question. I don't know. Sometimes they might have a midwife, I guess, check over the baby. I don't know if they've got to take the baby for checks. I'm yeah. not sure. And like, how long? I wonder how long a midwife would stay in the house with them. Yeah. Like, do they stay for half a day or something to keep an eye on? I them? don't know. Or? I don't know if um, home births are as common as what we think they are. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So I'd say that all my friends that had left early, they went into the birthing wards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the birthing wards are. Um, Predominantly with midwives, mm. and they seem to be the ones like my friends that did it were. They knew what they were. They knew what they, they were doing. doing yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Melanie in Greenbank. How long were you in hospital after you had a baby? Uh, so I had an emergency cesarean. Mm-hmm. I was my first baby. Um, I'm a single mum, and anyway, so long story short, I had my baby, and three days later, they asked me to leave. Uh. Why? Uh, because they just needed the room. Um, and the wardies were on strike as well. Mm. So the only way I could get down to see my baby in ICU because he was six and a half weeks early um, was if I um, tried to get up and walk down there myself. Oh, my God. Wow. So did you, yeah, were I you mean, I kicked my out? Mom, but she had to work. Yeah. So, you know. so did you leave the hospital and your bub stayed in there? Yeah, and I had to get my, well, I had to try to get myself there and oh, back again. So my mum would drop geez. me off on the way to work because you're not supposed to drive yeah. after you've had a cesarean yeah. and then pick me up on her way home. Did you, did you just cry the whole time? 
Uh, no, surprisingly, because I had really bad um, PPD with yeah. this pregnancy, which is psychological pregnancy de- um, denial. Oh. So, yeah, so all that journey was very stressful. My mm. fiancé died last year. <gasps> so they just, and they knew, they were aware of all of this, mm. yet they still sent me home after after three days. Wow. So, oh. How, yeah, how old are your bubs now? Oh, man. Uh, he's seven months. Wow. How are you yes. coping now? Oh, really well. Yeah. So I wouldn't have done it, be able to do it without my mum, so I'm yeah. very grateful for her. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, we've made it. So, But, yeah, it, I can definitely understand the stress it does cause. Yeah. Especially mm. when you're um, asked to young leave. Mom. Yeah, if yeah. you want to leave, then that's different. But if you're pushed out and they know this information and they're yeah. still saying, oh, wow, okay, off yes. you go. Mm. Yeah, that's. I do feel that, especially if they know your uh, mental um, health history yeah. as well, mm-hmm. yeah. um, because it gave me some comfort being there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yes. you yeah, get to ask so many just... questions, especially when you're first. You just don't really know what you're doing. Exactly. That's right. And because my, obviously because my partner had passed away, I was living with my mum. Mm. She had to work, you know. She had to look after us all. So mm. it's not like I could have my mum with me all the time. So, yeah. yeah, to ask those questions. So. Well, thanks for calling, Mel. You sound That's like okay. you're, you're doing a lot better now. You sound, uh, you know, I'm sure you have your tough days, but you're sounding upbeat and things are going well. Yeah, they are going really well. I'm back to work, so I feel like I've got my identity back, yeah. Yeah, to put it nicely. So, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's great. We're all doing well. Thank Good you. Stuff. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, Taylor in Flagstone. How long um, were you in hospital before they asked you to leave? Uh, I had my baby, and four hours later, I went back into the room, and the midwife's like, "Oh, so we're discharging you now." <gasps> I was like, uh, no, I had my own midwife that had followed me from another hospital and if it wasn't for her, mm. they would have sent me home. I had a lot of blood loss mm-hmm. and yeah. had to get a blood transfusion and they wanted to send me home. Wow. That's way too early. How long did yeah. you end up staying for? Uh, just over 24 hours. And you would have felt like that's too early as well. It was a little because I was on a lot of drugs after losing yeah. so much blood and I didn't feel confident holding my baby um, because I was still so shaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when we're talking about, you know, a, a depression, how much um, women can be able to get it. And mm-hmm. then you find out that yeah. maybe the trauma of being kicked out of hospital might have something to well, do with it. it's certainly not helping, is it? No. <laughs> no. No. All right, Katie in Berenba, we're hearing some stories. Uh, how long were you in the ward before they asked you to leave after having a baby? Hi, guys. Um, my first baby was less than 24 hours, mm. and my second baby was, I didn't even. Um, get out of birth suite. They released me from the birth suite. They did not. Really? Yeah, yeah. Just about four hours after he was born. So what's their reasoning for it? They just didn't have any space? Um, Well, I was in a midwifery group program, so they did do postnatal home visits. Uh But when they they would come once a week for four weeks, and it would be maybe 30 minutes to an hour. And what was their first visit? Was it that day that you had left, or was it the next day? I think it was day three. Well, that's too wow. that's too late. Yeah, because yeah. everyone remembers that feeling of the first time you walk into a house with a with your baby into your house. You're like, is anyone going to stop weird. me? Yeah, yeah, I'm not qualified <laughs> for this at all. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> wow, that's blown your mind, hasn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. freaked me out. Mm. I'm very thankful for my vasectomy, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I could go through all that again. Mm. <laughs> it just seems like ages ago. It does. Mm. It really yeah. does. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Hollywood is right now in complete shutdown. Screenwriters down tools in May. The last time both guilds were on strike at the same time was in the 1960s. Uh, Luke Cook, he's an Aussie actor, director, writer, content creator uh, who has been doing some big things over there in L.A., uh, and is part of this strike in Hollywood. And he, yesterday on his social media, summed up what it's all about so perfectly because I think it's really important that we don't look at this as millionaires crying poor mm. um, in the world of Hollywood because not everyone is that 1% who is part of their industry. No, very few. Morning, Luke. Good morning. Great to be here. <laughs> you did articulate it so well that, you know, we were talking about the big shows that you have been on and you're like, yeah, 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 but like I might not be the lead in that and still have to do other jobs. Are you still, I mean, are you still working as, uh, you know, a barista and stuff like that? Do you still have to do those jobs in L.A.? Oh, yeah. I don't work as a barista. I wouldn't know how to make a coffee, okay. but I am a personal trainer 
So I've got, I've got a couple of hustles. So uh, that's one. And then I'm starting a protein company, of which I'm in no position to start a company, <laughs> but I'm doing it. And uh, yeah, I keep my side hustles alive and well. How do you feel about that sort of overall uh, public um, sort of perception that it is these rich Hollywood actors um, begging for more money who don't really need it? Yeah, it's kind of hilarious, but I don't blame people. It's hard to understand this industry when you only think about Brad Pitt and George Clooney Mm. and you think, oh, what, they need more money? And it's like, actually, there's a whole bunch of people behind them who make their job possible, who are really just asking for a fairer payday. So can you, as you explained on your social media, can you do that breakdown for people listening on how much you get paid for something and then where you have to distribute the money? And Because for me, I would go, hey, you've been on a Netflix series you would have at least mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, job done. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. No, so uh, the way that it works is per rep, you're paid per episode. And uh, for something that I did last year called Dollface, they paid me $7,500 for two weeks' work. Now, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. But then I live in California, which is the most heavily taxed state in the United States. And then an agent takes 10%, a manager takes 10%. A lawyer takes 5%. You end up with what you end up with. Mm. Now, what SAG is striking about is that base rate. Plus, they want to talk about the streamers who are hiding their numbers. They're keeping their numbers um, like hidden because they don't want to pay royalties to the artists. Mm. Ah. And that's really at the heart of what this strike is about. Why are, are streamers like Netflix and Hulu and Disney, why are they keeping their numbers quiet? Why are they keeping them behind closed doors? It's because they don't want to pay a fair rate for royalties. The other uh, side of it too, one of the other main reasons is this, uh, the, the creation of AI and it, it getting bigger and bigger. Is that something that is a worry to you as well? I, I, I just think it needs to be a worry to all of us. I think mm-hmm. like, let's, let's just fathom this for a second. So this is what they're offering. They're, they're like, come into the studio for a day. Mm. We'll give you 200 bucks a day, right? We'll scan you, we'll scan your body, we'll scan your face and we can use your likeness in perpetuity without your consent, without paying you on any project we want. That's unbelievable. So if, if actors if actors are worried about this, what what, what else are they going to do? Who mm. else's jobs are at stake? Mm. I just think it's a, it's a funny little probably black us. world. Yeah, oh, probably us. Probably we us. actually yeah. did an AI show, like a radio show, and we're like, do you know what? It was actually pretty good. It was probably better than us. We don't have a radio union. Luke, mm. do you have in contact, like how are negotiations going? Because a strike needs to have you know some sort of outcome. We hope that you guys do be able to achieve it. Do they give you updates of how negotiations are going? No, I mean, they only started really last week, and I didn't even know if they've re-entered negotiations okay. coming back to the table. I, uh, I'm i looking forward to hearing any update, but I don't think they're back at the table yet. Because I am concerned about how long this goes on and how uh, big your man bun is going to get, because I know that you're bringing that back during the strike. <laughs> I really don't want to bring it back. It was pandemic-era Luke Cook hair. I don't want to come back during the strike, but it's entirely possible. Maybe that could be my version of like of, of starving myself, of starving myself with a strike. I like grow the man bun. It's like, as long as this goes on, the man bun's going to get worse. This, this is kind of one of the, the issues with it too, isn't it? Because it won't hit the public consciously until this backlog of things that have been made and are ready to be released sort of dry up, which can take a while. There's a lot of movies that are ready to come out already and already done. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of shows. So think about your favourite show and you're like, oh, I need a new season now. You're probably not going to get it. Like, Mm. you're probably going to have to wait until the end of 2024 at least. Oh, God. Mm Mm-hmm. So you, you know, and this is what people do, I don't think think about, you know, you're a father, you got two kids? Correct. So yeah, so you, you're trying to feed your family, you're trying to look after them. Everyone just assumes because you're in LA that you're, you know, you're killing it. Um, what, mm-hmm. what is it like? Obviously you've got your Chris Hemsworth's of the world and your George Clooney's and stuff like that. They, mm-hmm. are they, is, is anyone sort of annoyed that they have to do this or is everyone happy to be part of it? Yeah, I think if I was an A-lister, I'd be like, guys, can we just get back to work? I've got to get back to my millions. Yeah. You know? and, and, I, and I completely understand that. Their, their deal's really good, and they've worked really hard for the deal. They're incredibly talented people, so I, I don't want to take anything away from them. Mm. What I really want to talk about is not the creatives making the money, the people who aren't creative, who for no particular reason make inordinate amount of, amounts of money all the time. Bob Iger, for instance, makes $72,000 a day. The average writer make $68,000 a year. Yeah. Bob Iger's the CEO of Disney, Disney. right? Yeah. 
That's correct. Yeah. So recently he came out and said the, what the actors demand are completely unreasonable. And I'm like, you make $72,000 a day. Yeah. We're yeah. unreasonable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We were yeah. talking about how it stopped, you know, a lot of productions here in Australia because there's so many incentives to be out of film here and a lot of the lead actors are SAG. So they can't continue with it. But there must be productions all over the world that has stopped as a result of it. And you think that you, you would hope negotiations go quicker because this is not just about the actors being out of work, That's but it's crew. also the crew, yep, you know, the catering, yep. like everyone has been yep. affected by it. Yes, it's it's really insane to think about the, the the follow-on effects of everyone stopping work at any studio ever, at any TV show. All the people that they employ are now like looking for, for work somehow. So we don't, I don't think we take it lightly. It's like, yeah. we understand what it's like to be out of work. It's the studios who are going, yeah, well, we'll starve you out for as long as necessary. I don't know if you heard, but a couple of weeks ago, one of the AMPTP people, as in the people that we're fighting against, came out and said, we'll go for as long as possible. We want people to start losing their homes. Wow. Okay. Should oh we, goodness. like, I feel like as a consumer that we should be doing more, though. Do you like, know? Should we quit well, like, should we be Should we be cancelling them, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. The subscription, but well, then that, that doesn't. doesn't that doesn't help yeah. Uh, yeah. the actors. It does feel a little bit like we're we're not helping. Mm. Well, it's it, it, it's funny, and I don't really want to ask everybody to do this, but we in our household will be doing it. it. I mean, it directly affects me. My mother-in-law is going to be very upset because she won't be able to watch her endless crap. But we're going to <laughs> be getting rid of Netflix and uh, Hulu mm. and Paramount and Disney. And that's just what we're going to do personally in order to take a stand. And when you when you when you get rid of those subscriptions, you can say why, and we'll be saying pay the writers, pay the actors. Yeah, right. uh, I, I'll encourage family and friends to do that. Mm-hmm. They don't have to, but you know what I mean. This is just a stand that I've got to take for me. Yeah, hundred percent. I just I hope that, that a lot of the big productions don't have that much insurance that they don't notice it. Do you know, like, especially when you're saying that, Luke, that they're just going to ride it out, you wonder what they've got in place to be able to to deal with situations like this and you hope that it's not the case. Well, they've still got money coming in, but you've got to think about their real estate. So when you look over at Warner Brothers, right, up in Burbank, you can see an entire uh, big studios that are completely empty right now. Mm. Nobody is shooting anything. So they're losing money there, but they're probably making a little bit of money here and there with documentaries and reality shows and animation. So there's a way for them to still make money, just like me as an actor can go and do my little side hustle. That's their little side hustle, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, Luke, uh, mate, we appreciate your time this morning. Um, If people want to have a good laugh, go and check you out uh, on the gram and TikTok as well. You do a lot of stuff on there. We appreciate you uh, filling us in on it this morning. Oh, it's a joy. Also, yeah, I'm not always complaining, so please come over to my TikTok and my yeah. Instagram. It's always fun. <laughs> no, it is good. Yeah. Good on you. Luke Cook there, B105. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Country music game time. I love this game. Yeah. I love this game. Yeah. Uh, I love my country music, um, and this is actually a really good opportunity for me to find new stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you wouldn't know about old stuff. Are you going old stuff? Or you... A little bit of new, a little bit of old. Because you know, usually I'm very. I'll find an album that I love, and I just flog it for yeah, months, yeah. and then I move on. But Should we do Dolly Parton, Parton, original country. Yeah, she's country. Yeah. Come on, let's I mean, get we, some we old can, school soon. But uh, you would know all the songs, most of that stuff. Sorry, you? working this nine one. to no, nah. don't know it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, it's working from home. They've done a <laughs> remix. Um, so what I do here is I play you guys uh, part of a country music song. Yeah, you've got to try and finish the lyric mm-hmm. um, because they always tell a story in country yeah. music. That's what I love about it. And most of the time, it seems very obvious. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're like, "Whoa, that where did that come from? Nowhere. Someone's yeah. been hurt." Uh, this one is from Lee Bryce. Oh, yeah. Um, and male, female. Male. Male. A male Lee. Uh, he's talking about a uh, girl who walks into a bar. You know, it's always about a girl who's beautiful, walks mm-hmm. into a bar. Mm-hmm. She's one of them girls. Um, so I want you to finish this lyric and tell me she's one of them girls that what? Okay. Come on now. You're one of them girls that ain't trying to meet nobody. You're just here for the I'll spend all my money on, then you'll go home, you done me wrong. That's pretty good. That's not too bad. Thanks. Mm. <laughs> Buy your drinks all night long. Sounds like there's a lot of hurt coming from you. <laughs> and then she goes home with the other man. Then you went yeah. home with that guy. <laughs> I bought you none. That's why. Fun time girl? Is there some sort of fun time girl? 
Christ. That was pretty close. Yeah. 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 I can hear the trauma in his story because yes. it yeah, went yeah, for yeah. a lot longer. <laughs> you wanted him girls that ain't handing out your numbers. Nah. You like to make us want you. You like to make us want you. She's a bit of a tease. You wanted him girls because I'm wanting him boys. We all are, mate. He's <laughs> one of those boys. Yeah. What, doesn't give out his number? Of course. It's tattooed on his arm. Please. <laughs> uh, all right, this is Jordan Davis and Luke Bryan who've uh, teamed up okay. here. All right. Um, Duet. Yep. And it's always great, you know, when they talk about money, can't buy your happiness. A lot of country songs do that. Mm. They talk about that. Mm. Uh, finish off this lyric for me, please. Find the one you can't live without. Get a ring, let your knee hit the ground. Do what you love, but call it work. And throw a little money in the plate at church. Send your prayers up and your roots down deep. And add a few limbs to your family tree. And watch their pencil marks in the grass in the yard. All grow up, cause the truth about it is, it all goes by real quick. You can't buy happiness, but you can buy a divorce lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Take half his stuff, he'll never see his kids again. What was the last one? You can buy a boat. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what that was in the last one that you guessed. Yeah, yeah. you can't buy money, can't buy you happiness, but can buy you a boat. But it can buy you friends. <laughs> <laughs> you can't buy happiness, but you can buy peace of mind. You're better than that. <laughs> who said a cowboy hat? Ashley cowboy hat. Yeah. No, it's a bit more basic than that. You've got to remember, they're singing from the heart here. They've oh. just fallen in love. Can... You can't buy happiness, but you can buy dirt. Buy dirt, baby. You buy, buy dirt? Buy a piece of land. That's crap. I don't write songs. Just buy them. <laughs> I want a house. Why would you say dirt? Because they're about the land. It's all about the land. It goes on to continue mm. saying dirt is great because you can... Put up a fence and put the things in it you love. So he's talking uh-huh. about his cattle there. You'd want grass. Your, says, yours would say, but I could buy me grass. That's right. And then he continues on to say how special it is mm. um, because God's not making any more of it. So make sure you buy it before it all runs out. <laughs> <laughs> Which really explains the rental crisis here 100%. in Queensland. He's right. Okay. He's right. He's not making any more earth, is he? <laughs> Nope. nope. <laughs> as big as it gets, mate. Yeah, right. Okay, uh, this is Carrie Underwood. Uh, I love her stuff. Yes, yeah. classic. Uh, and this is a bit older, uh, this one. It's not one of her newer ones. Um, it's called Before He Cheats, and mm-hmm. it's talking about a guy who has cheated on her. Right. Uh, she's busted him, mm-hmm. and um, you need to tell me what she did when she caught him cheating. Okay. Right now, he's probably up behind her with a blue stick showing her how to shoot a combo. Gonna cut up his penis <laughs> when he gets home. <laughs> Throw it in the dirt. <laughs> there ain't any more. <laughs> Don't you love this game? So <laughs> Combined it. Well, she cut him off financially. She's the one with the money, isn't she? What he, well, she don't know is like. Because you've got to keep in mind, she's not singing this as I'm rich and famous. She's mm. singing it as we're uh, just a, a normal everyday couple. Yeah. But, you know, she's telling the story. It could be any woman. Mm. So what would any woman do when they found out oh. that they were being cheated on? Slash the ties on his pickup. Told his yeah, mama. Say, get him, yeah, 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 yeah. Did Poured she get sugar even? in his gas tank. Then I killed his dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not far. <laughs> All right. Is not enough. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I just wanted to invite Jess into the studio. So, Jess, we work with. Jess is formerly known as Jess the Mess, and she's still on my phone as that. No, she's not, she is still known as Jess. No, you're not. You've, that's formally, right? Now she organises the parties rather than getting loose at the parties. Yeah, no, I've, I never get loose anymore. Oh. <laughs> she does for some people because um, 
<coughs> she was just saying, I said, how, how are you? And she's like, oh, just a bit of a bad morning. And you told me what? That someone ran up the back of my car this morning. And my car, I only just got back from being fixed two oh, weeks ago. No. But so traumatising, right? And like, and then just to put a little bit of a like, hey, it's not that bad. Because you've got to exchange numbers. And then she followed it up with... Yeah, and then, so the guy, Tom, Tom, if you're out there, who knows? Oh, my God, imagine. Hey, Tom. Um, <laughs> yeah, we exchanged numbers. He was actually quite cute. Got a photo of his licence. He's a good age. Um, he's, <laughs> he's a tradie. Um, Does he I, live in a nice area? Uh, well, we ran into each other in Paddington, so fingers oh. crossed he lives somewhere around there and maybe <laughs> is renovating his own home. I don't know. Who knows? Um, and so I put, you know, moving on from Jess the mess, I put my number in his phone is Jess Bump because he bumped me. Um, so I don't know. Let's see what happens, hey? So you didn't wow. ask if he's single or you didn't check for a ring? No, well, when I said, I said I put my number in as Jess Bump, he's like, oh, don't do that. I'll think it's Jess from Bumble or something. And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. Oh. So he's single. So how old was he? Like you looked at the driver's license just quickly. Um, <laughs> um, he's the same. Yeah, he's 88. Year of the expo. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant... <laughs> I mean, he was 88. I was like, calm Born down. Born in 88, the year of the expo. This is how my friends met. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he bumped into the back of her, they exchanged numbers, and now they're married. To this day, he's kids. still bumping into the back of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. could be, this could be meant to me then. Yeah, Did you saw... break deliberately because you saw him in there? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would no. never. And no. that's the beauty of it. If you get it from behind, it's never your fault. So you're, you're, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah, I know. So, yeah. yeah, Tom, it's your fault. I'm coming for you in more ways than one. Okay. Wow. (laughs) So it's been a while. I'm coming for you. In more ways than one. There we go. Did you ask any details? Like, did he have insurance or did he cover any of that? I've got a photo of his license so I could steal his identity if I wanted to. Well, well, can we calm down from the psycho girl attitude that we're really putting through? Really? Yes. Mm. No, he said it was his work ute, so he'll get it sorted. Oh, great. Can I say, though, like, because normally you you might wait for him to call you, but, like, it's an insurance claim, so you have to call him, right? Yeah, I know. So, well, let's ring him now. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, you don't try to be prudish now. (laughs) (laughs) We could ring him right now and just go, Are you single, Tom? And get it going. We should probably should. Should we clear that or not? Do you want to? What about we play a song, we'll give you a moment to think about it, and we'll come back. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean. She got shy real quick, didn't she? She did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was all bravado a second ago. Yeah, know, like, red and hot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the, the way you're sounding, it's like you were very sure of it. You probably go, oh, my God, can I please put Just want to let you know, in, you, you know there's other people on the end of these. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Mm. He's, a, he's a tradie, so if you want to pop over to Triple M and do it there too, just to cover both bases. Yeah. <laughs> If he is 88, he'll be listening. Uh, all right, we might ring Tom next. We'll see how we go. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Well, he's super skilled with a killer build, crafty with his hands and love his heavy metal bands. It's time to head to Abby's house. And Scotty, too hot, eh? What's Trady Chat Tuesday? How are we, people? We are good. What's going on? I uh, just got kids running around like mad chooks. Um, yeah. That's the rain. Makes them crazy. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Yeah, look, I've uh, been a bit busy this morning. I, um, just, i got blokes turning up for me house and, uh, doing some concreting and, mm-hmm. uh, it's raining and, yeah, I've just been a bit mad this morning. I've been ringing around trying the concrete plants, telling them to put it off. Can you not do it if uh, it's like a little sprinkle? It's not really a little sprinkle. It's, you look at the... <laughs> Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, shut up those kids oh in the background. Gosh. I'm not liking them at the moment. No, they're just. Yeah, they oh, don't no. listen, do they? No, What's wrong? kids not listening. Oh, no, mate. Put them back. I reckon. Put them I, back I, back I, reckon I reckon. I reckon we listened, didn't we? Hey, us, us four would have been fine. Yeah, we, we were good kids. You were a goody two shoes by all accounts because you hated being in trouble. You're a real mummy's boy. I don't know what's gone wrong now because you never call your mum. Hey, hey, come on, mate. You can't tell people that. What? Why? Is that not a cool guy? What do you want? Yeah, I'm the tough, strong one out of the group of us. Three, you know, four. What? Emma? How many kids do you got? Oh, us four. Oh, there you are, mate. You are. (laughs) Hey, uh, so does that mean Rooster's not rocking up today? Because I had a thought thought last night. Rooster's out the front and Gary and and Tommy's on his way, but Tommy's in the car probably driving. He's always late, Tommy. So what are you guys going to do today then? I don't know. Butter some bread. (laughs) (laughs) Toast her on. 
So Stick Rooster, who does brilliant at concrete, and he's single. I was thinking about Wendy, your other girlfriend from Bunnings. If she's single, have they ever met? No, they haven't. I, I've said that to Rooster, but I think, um, yeah, yeah. Look, look Wendy's beautiful, lovely, yeah. and uh, she might just be a uh, couple years, you know. Oh, too old for him. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, oh, you've ne- you've never told. You've never told me an age, so. I, well, I don't know. I'm not going to ask Wendy's age, but she's lovely for whatever yeah. age she is. Um, he wouldn't go for a 28-year-old, you don't reckon? <laughs> yeah, no, she's a bit young. For <laughs> what's but, Rooster's um, real I name again? Should... Jason. Jason, that's right. Yeah, I reckon we should, um, you know, see if there's any ladies out there that might want to meet Roosty. He's oh, a lovely right. bloke. Yeah. Every, every, every client's place we go to, they all, all the ladies comment on how lovely he is and such a nice bloke. Ra ra ra. So um, you know, he's definitely uh, he's a nice bloke. So well, I guess there's right. a TV show. Farmer wants a wife. So why we not do Concreter wants a wife? wife. Mm. Well, Rooster or Concreter? Yeah, Concreter wants a wife. That's good. I like that. I reckon yeah. Trady wants a wife at work. Yeah, yep. true. Trady wants. A, yeah. yeah. Look, this concrete game. I tell you, it's not easy. Mm. You know, you got to judge the weather. Yep. It's very scientific, isn't it? Off. Yeah. Yes, it is. You've got to call it off an hour and a half before, otherwise you get charged for it. Wow, that's stressful. Yeah, I could see how that it phone call would have been hard for you. But, Scotty, this is the thing. If it's <laughs> raining now, Scotty, does yeah. the concrete truck not look up before they go and think they're not going to want this? Well, it could be indoors. Wow. Yeah, it's up to the uh, the client to ring up and cancel. Yeah. Right. So if it's and if it's on its way, is that too bad so sad you've got to pay for it? You're stuck with it? Yeah. <laughs> it's even worse that way cuz then if it rocks up on site and you got nowhere to dump it, mm. you got to take it back to the plant and they double double book it that well. Oh, yeah. They, they charge you to themselves. get rid of it. And we can't yeah, unmix it. They got to put it somewhere. No, you can't unmix it. Uh. But once the cement's down, once it doesn't matter if off. it rains. Well, exposed does and if it's too hard to rain, it will wash away all the um hmm. The top, so you got crappy rock thrown coming through. Huh. You might have to get some tarps up, Scotty. <clears throat> oh, okay, honey. I'll just <laughs> up the whole 58 metres worth. Yeah. Sounds Not good. easy, baby. <laughs> Where well, there's we a building. Don't have many tarps, baby. I don't huh? know that many tarps. No, that's a lot of tarps. Well, go and see Wendy and then uh, butter the bread, and you guys have a good day. And I guess you'll be on the tinnies at what time? 10 o'clock? So, same time yeah, as usual for nine, Brewster? Good to know. 9 o'clock. Yeah. 9 o'clock. Yeah. 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 Come on. We, just, we were just yeah, trying to get him a girlfriend. Don't whack that in. Yeah, you're not yeah. making the paint. Bruce is not on the beers at 10 o'clock. No, no, no. It was 4.30 yesterday. Yeah, sorry, it was 4.30, yeah. yeah. No, he yeah. drinks responsibly. Yeah. 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 Like mid-strengths. Mm. A couple of mid-strengths before he goes home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very suitable by him. He's yeah. very yeah. smart man. He's got his head screwed on that boy. So, yeah. Any um, young ladies out there want to meet Roosty? Can, okay, if we're being serious about this, then what is Rooster's age? Rooster is 53, 54, I think. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So he's a tradie. He's 53 to 54. Um, he's a good bloke, says Scotty. Um, and he is responsible. He only drinks middies in the afternoon. <laughs> so if that sounds like yeah, he's got his your, your bloke, yeah. 13, 10, 60. Oh. <laughs> We've got a call. I know it's it's, Kip. A man. it's his man. <laughs> well, who knows? Well, who knows? Oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah we're not to judge. Does, does Kip want? No, Kip does not want a date. Uh, Rooster, that's okay. <laughs> love is love. We are not going to question that. Uh, Scotty, great to talk to you, buddy. Good All luck right, with the um, driveway pour. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Good I'll on you, mate. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Parent-teacher interviews. They're always fun, aren't they? Uh, oh, no, look, no, they are. are depending they? On, well, depending on which kid you got. Yeah, that's you true. You know, some you get glowing reviews, and I really like those, and you go to them, and others you're like, oh, I already know what's going on. But the weird concept for me is taking your child uh, to it. No. You don't want to? No. Well, that's moving forward. A lot of people do that, especially mm-hmm. for high schools. They they do it. Did you have to do it with Ethan? You didn't go to interviews, did you? I can't remember with him. No, I Mate, did. it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> I know you've really let him go now. He's married. But yeah, I know I have. <laughs> I've like, control, <laughs> alt, delete, his own problem. Um, I've got two wow. children and one adult friend. Well, see, I... <laughs> that you, I never see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, remember I worked uh, like nights and drive yeah, time yeah, yeah. through most of his schooling. No, but so, what about high school when he was here at Corinda? Yeah, well, he only went last two years. And uh, yeah, I went to a couple, but it wasn't as many for him. Mm. Well, yeah. Because... You got to remember, 
he gave up on school. I know, and so I you and gave I gave up, up, up with it too. Yeah, okay, so like yeah. I didn't, I wasn't trying to push him to be academic because mm. all. But it if did he was wasn't interested, stress. we weren't interested. No, we really led from our kid. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Yeah, but we've had to go, and my son refused to go to one of them. He's like, no, no, no. I, I text all my mates; they're not going. I don't know why I'm using that generic male voice because it's not dropped yet. Yeah, but that's just you know. <laughs> They've not. That's just how <laughs> all men sound. Yeah. Yeah. All men sound like I'm not going to get in the car. You go and talk to my teacher myself. So. I was explaining that he wasn't there, and she's like, no, that's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. But it's nice to – and then because he wasn't there, all I did was turn it into a vent session for, like, 10 minutes, and I didn't even ask how he was going. And she was like, oh, well, there's someone waiting now. And I was like, <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, so is everything going okay, though, with mm. him at school? She's like, yes. I was like, okay, thank you. And I left. I was like, oh, I supposed to ask how he's going schooling. Well, no, not- she went, okay, everything makes sense <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Didn't you get mad at Scotty for doing that exact same thing one time when he went and he talked about himself the whole time? No, I didn't talk about myself. Mm. I talked about the issues of having with him at home. Yeah, but you still didn't do the thing that you were supposed to do there, which is talk about the child. Well, well his grade's good. <laughs> it was more his attitude, which, yes, in hindsight, I can see where it's coming from. Scott. So it's good. That <laughs> exactly. It's good that Scott didn't go. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to take my firstborn, which is Scott. That's just no, that's way it, too no. much. Oh, but yeah. I started to do it with my other son as well. And it's hard because you kind of go, if they're, if they're struggling, you want to be sort of honest and open with it. Mm. And I don't know if it's more beneficial to take the child or not. Yeah, like, because I feel t- like you're talking about them in front of them. Well, you mm. are, but why not include them and actually talk about with them? Mm. Because really what you're doing is you're getting a teacher's point of view. And it was actually quite nice to sort of go... Hey, do you do you feel like that? Do you feel like you are paying attention? Mm-hmm. And then they're more accountable. So I've sort of <clears> flipped <throat> and now think that maybe all kids should go to the parent-teacher yeah. interview. Is there an age where they're not actually allowed to be there? Because I, I, I don't. Well, I think for a lot of high schools do it. So once you're in high school, they always go. Always it there. doesn't actually change. Mm. Because mm. once you think about it, they, they should be more accountable. And well, included. it is about you, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like I mean, if we had a work review here and I sent you for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't and matter. I would agree. I'd vent for 15 minutes and go, I know, mate. And they would Lazy. go, well, you it all makes sense. <laughs> we understand why yep. he is the way he is. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Okay, ladies, let's do this. Don't miss Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling star in this year's most anticipated film. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Ken. Barbie. Only in cinemas July 20. Did you bring your roller blades? I literally go nowhere without them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there was a premiere last night uh, of the Barbie movie here in Brizzy. I didn't go. We are going to go with a group of friends later on because we're like, just for fun, just for fun. But Hayley and uh, Ash went last night. Did you, what are you, what are you giving it out of five? Out of five, I would probably give it a solid four. Okay. okay. It surprised me. Mm-hmm. The fashion's supposed to be amazing. The fashion was incredible. I loved all the bright colours. I really want to wear pink, but I give it a 3.25. Wow. Margot Robbie is, like, perfect for the role. She's even got the perfect instep. What's an instep? Like, you know, when you for your, your foot, you know how Barbie, like, goes into the shoes? Oh, uh, how her, inf- she's always yeah. on her tippy toes. Yes. <laughs> okay. She's perfect for the role. Perfect. And, like, they even make a joke about it in the movie as well, too, because it's, like, so she like wasn't feeling beautiful, and then the like narrator was like, "Margot Robbie was indeed like the perfect person to cast this role." Did oh. she? She it was all her idea too, wasn't it? Didn't she? Her production company back I, it yeah, or she something? Was, she was quite uh, heavily involved. It's in the been production in the. It. It's yeah. been in the making for five years. Wow. Mm. Yeah, the mm. idea of it, but it's quite interesting, and I didn't even know that Barbie stands for Barbara. Mm. That's her real name. Uh, it's for, what's it? Right. Uh, Millicent. Yes. Come on, Barbara. Let's Robert. go party. Robert. <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't quite work, does it? No, but it's Hiya, like, Barbara. Well, it's interesting it came about because it was 1950s, uh-huh, right, uh-huh. where it was first released. And to go back to the start of it, there was a, a girl there, Ruth, who is one of the creators of it. And apparently she'd worked for Mattel and she'd trying to be like, hey, we should get these dolls. Because her daughter, who's called Barbara, used to play with the paper dolls. And they were something that was really big and they were literally just paper. Right. And you would dress them. Mm-hmm. With different clothes, I don't okay. know if you've seen them, and yeah. you'd put little tabs oh, yeah, yeah, over yeah, them. Oh yeah, little tabs on the thing with the thing. Yeah, yes, and then yeah. you take them back off and you yeah. could dress them. And her daughter mm-hmm. was really into the fashion, but the girls that were, they were dressing were kind of like little cutesy dolls. They weren't really something that was 
fashionable. Right. And she was trying to say we should do something like that in a doll when everyone was like, no, 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 we shouldn't. And then she was on a holiday over in Germany and she saw these dolls with her daughter and they said they were just fixated by them. They were absolutely amazing. And they were called uh, Lily dolls, I think they were. Mm-hmm. And they were like R-rated German dolls. So it ended up that it was a comic strip. Right. And this girl was a secretary and she was really attractive and she used to go and get rich men. And she was smart but yet naive. Mm. And the comic strip was so popular that they started making a doll. So she saw it in the window. And these dolls used to be bought as a joke and they were only adult dolls. So they used to give them to like a a guy at a bachelor party. Yeah, right, right. And you would put them in your car. As a bit of a, ooh, oh, pin-up. Yeah, so mm. there were only purchases that it wasn't for kids to play with. Okay. She saw it. That's why if you'd be looking at it, people go, oh, it's not really right. It's got that friendly yeah. They've got big bus. But to be fair, it was created as a, as a quite R-rated doll, I guess. Mm. And then they made it about it. It was the first one to actually have a commercial. It was the first doll to be commercialised. Uh, you want to hear, This is the original Barbie commercial okay. ever made. Barbie, small and so petite. Her clothes and figure look so neat. Purses, hats and gloves galore. And all the gadgets gals adore. Barbie dress for swim and fun is only $3. Her lovely fashions range from $1 to $5. Look for Barbie wherever dolls are sold. Wow. That was aired during the Mickey Mouse Club. Wow. Well, <clears throat> Two years after Barbie uh, was debuted, Ken did come about, marketed mm-hmm. her as a boyfriend, um, but they called it quits in 2004, and then she started spending time with a doll called Blaine. I remember who that. Who was mm. an Australian surfer yes, type. Yes, he was. Yeah, and you can still purchase Blaine. No one likes him. Though. I didn't no, know And then they, 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 got back to, yeah, they got back together yeah. anyway. That was divorce uh, Barbie, where she got half the dream house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's had <laughs> over 250 too. careers. Mm. Which to me says that she can't hold down a job. No, well, they, they were saying that back in, I think it was 2014, they were saying that they hit an absolute low and no one was buying Barbie and mm. they just wanted to know why Barbie lost relevance. Relevance? Relevance, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, well, relevance? Yeah, they, they didn't reflect anyone physically. So that's when they started to branch out, where they started to go, well, wait a minute, we need to have more diversity, mm. which I think they had in the movie, apparently, mm-hmm. which my, is really good. My daughter loves Barbie. She's yeah. got the, all the dream houses, the cars, mm. all the accessories and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, and there's like f- every time you think you've got every Barbie, yeah. another one comes out. And then see, weird like that. I don't think um, Roy's ever even seen one. Well, it's not in her wheelhouse, right? Yeah. Really? Yeah, not interested. Yeah, yeah. My daughter loves mm. them. Loves the Barbie T-shirts, everything. Yeah, I never had a Barbie. I had one, and then its head got shaved by my yeah. brothers, and I just it was mm. too traumatic. I used to yeah, play and, with my sisters. And it, it actually honestly looked like watching Toy Story. Mm, I was like, Sid. oh my God, mm. that was my childhood. They, uh, they touch on that in the Barbie movie <laughs> Do too. Do they? And yeah. then after that, I just couldn't handle it anymore, so I just used to play with them. Um, oh, there's Shearer and He-Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Did you still dress them in Barbie's clothes, though? <laughs> Poor He-Man. <laughs> so, you know. He's very confused <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> yeah, the original they-them dolls. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, well, the movie, uh, by all accounts, sounds fantastic. Don't forget, every morning we've got tickets to give away, so keep it on here at B105. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Alpha Bucks is worth $10,000 tomorrow. It's the 19th of July. Here are three answers um, for you to play. Uh, your letter is T, and some of your answers are tuna, twilight, and trampoline. Rachel Taylor and Isabel Lucas. Boom, well done. She's Thank done you. it. There you go. I can Google that. No other. All right. Uh, if you heard the start of the podcast, that will make sense. If not, go back and listen to our intro. But we're going to go because Tom is calling. All right. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.